grand day and welcome to the Morning Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Steele Gray. Thank you so much for joining me. I greatly appreciate it. Today's topic is who trained you to love? I call it this because I'm very curious how certain people learned about love. When I speak of love, the beginning of our training obviously started with our mother, right? Whether we knew her or not, chances are, 90% chance that she was the first body that touched us. We were inside of her, but then when we came out, probably she was the first person who touched us, right? Or the second, if you count the nurse that helped her, depending on every situation. I can only come at this topic from my perspective because of how I learned about love, how I learned about togetherness, how I learned about connectivity. My own parents, in my humble opinion, were very good at loving, right? Thank goodness they are still here, my parents. I believe they were good at loving because I don't remember not being loved. Ever, I don't remember a one minute of not being loved. Now, some would say upon hearing that, well, you don't remember not being loved, but there probably was a time here or there where they um, did not have the capacity to love you properly. Some might say that. And that's fair enough. However, I can only speak about what I've experienced what I've experienced on this planet and my interactions with people. From a family type of love, oh, I don't know anything but that. Mother and father were married. They were divorced. The family split into two different sides. Now I have a mother, a father, a bonus father, right? A bonus mother at a certain point. And then each one of those bonus players had their family. So let's call it now four families, right? From one to four. I've experienced some of the highest levels of love collectively from all four sides of the family. Think about that. So as I said, the family love is different than the relationship love. Because when you're coming from a place of family love, I believe you see that a certain way. But what part do you take from that family love and introduce it to your relationship love or with another person that you intend to move forward with? In my life, I have met some of the most amazing human beings. I give them respect all the time. They don't even realize it. People who have taught me how to love deeper, how to love stronger, how to not love them (laughs) in some instances. I bring this up because everyone's been on a journey, a long journey, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever amount of years you've been on this earth. And during that time, we've been scraped and pushed and slammed and 
and ridiculed and so on and so forth in certain situations. Now that I'm in a more mature season of my life, I realize that most of those times that we have been um, come at or shattered by the other person, it didn't really come from us. It came from what happened before us. So what happens before we meet that person really, really takes on a different life once it gets inserted into a new person. Um, when we speak about our boundaries and we speak about the places that, whoa, it's a little too close, not that, don't say that, right? If you could speak to someone and ask, what do you need for love? How do you like to be loved? They will inevitably explain it to you based on their scars and their past. This is where I am now, so this is what I need. However, there's some people who have never been properly loved. I agree 100% when I hear people say that. So how do you teach them how to take in the love that you give to them? Not easy. Not easy at all. And, 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 and by the way, <laughs> let me reword that. We're not teaching anyone how to be loved. We are loving the way that we love and they accept it if they choose to. That's the way I see it. So if you meet a person who's never been loved properly, they don't really see you at first because they don't even believe that um, certain people have the capacity to love them. They think they're unlovable. So they don't let your love in. You're, you're not special to them. However, I believe there becomes a certain point where your love starts to seep in. They start to go, wow, this person really is loving. This person really does love me. This person is, has done things no one has done. This person is still here. Wow. Why are they still here? I'm, I don't need to be loved. I don't, I'm not worthy of their love or whatever the case may be. And that's the part where the most information comes, I should say. Right? Think of it as a dripping faucet. At first, the faucet is dripping. You might not even hear it. You might not even pay attention to it. When do you start really paying attention to the faucet? When the faucet makes a mark in the sink, a brown mark, a yellow mark, or the pieces of the uh, sink start to wither away. That's when a lot of people notice the drip. And that's what I feel as it relates to human emotions and love. As soon as you feel it get in you, and it hits you in a way that you can't deny it, that's when you may take it in or you may feel it more. Yet and still, a chance of feeling unworthy of it. Isn't that incredible? So if I say to you every day, you are so beautiful. My goodness, you are beautiful. Man, you are really beautiful. At a certain point, you're gonna expect me to call you beautiful. That doesn't ever mean that you feel beautiful. Isn't that amazing? So, a long time ago, um, I saw the quote, whether you think you can or you can't, can't, you're right. And I thought, wow. So, if you think you're beautiful, I believe that's true. If you think you're not beautiful, I think that's true too. This is your, your conversation, not mine. If I think you're beautiful, 
you will decide how much stock to put into that. Isn't that powerful? So when I ask who taught you about love or who taught you to love, we learn from so many people. We begin with our own little receptacle and the people around us have the capacity to grow us or to shrink us, but we allow it. That's the part. We allow it. I know that I've allowed how much love I uh, take into my heart. And I know how much I give out. I give out loads, maybe too much at times. Is that a thing? Is that possible? To give too much love? Maybe, maybe so. However, it doesn't take away from the concept of how do we love? How do we learn about that? Who teaches us? If we get it from the beginning, we bring it into life. If we don't get it from the beginning, we are scratching and scraping to get it because it's so important to us. But who is the person that shows us that? That's the part. That's the part that's fascinating to me. Now, where we are in life, I believe that love is so essential. I believe love is just as essential as air. I believe it's always been that way. However, now we're in a very specific place. So if you have a way to give love, give it. Please give it. I don't believe love has to be fought for. I believe when you love somebody, they know it. And when they love you, you know it. You can hear the person say anything that, that they want to say, but that true love, I believe, is there. It is there like a rock, like a piece of steel. It's already been formed. It's already been manifested into its present shape, right? As a matter of fact, I think one of the most difficult things in life is to attempt to take away love. You know, when people say, well, I used to love that person so much, but now I don't. I always want to unpack that with them because I believe we fell in love with someone because of who they actually are, right? Who they are. We all do crazy things. We all do stuff we're not supposed to. And we all say stuff we shouldn't say. And we all, like, all that stuff is general. But you fell in love with the person by who they are, right? Do people change? Of course. But I believe we know the foundation of the person we love. We know their truth. We know their actual blueprint. And that is why we love them. I was reading the book, um, The Master, is it? The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I believe there was a part in there about uh, uh, how people, uh, people want somebody to be different than they were when they met them. And he said something like, you don't leave your house every day with your dog in the house and come back and expect a cat, do you? <laughs> I thought, wow, that's, that's an interesting way to say it, right? You know who you're with. You know who you chose. And you know why. However, how does that connect with you? Who are you being, right? What are your expectations? What have you put on them and you expect this? And when you don't get it, nope, I don't want it anymore. I'm not getting what I want from you. However, you did get what you wanted from them. That's why you fell in love with them. So cultivating this love and keeping it alive and keeping it buoyant and keeping it free and open, that's where the, uh, the work is. 
Maybe work is not even a great word for that. That's where the action is. That's where the connectivity is. Because people will say that um, love is work. You got to work at love. Mm, I don't all the way agree with that. I believe love swallows us. And then we uh, work within the confines of it. Or the non-confinement of it. How about that? Right? Something I was listening to the other day. The guy said... Uh, to allow people to be who they are that's love let them do what they want to do that's loving somebody and I thought about it I was like wow okay if I'm in a relationship with someone and they are happy doing these things yes I want them to do it the rub is do those things connect with me If they don't connect with me, I still want them to do what they want to do. But then I have to compromise a little bit because my focus is letting them do what makes them happy. This guy brought this concept up and I think it was a a, a, it was an Indian um, writer or figure. And he, he specifically said loving someone properly is letting letting them be completely themselves. And I thought, wow, I believe my own father gave me that advice when I was younger. You need to be with someone who lets you be completely you at all times. I thought, wow, I like that concept. They will get it. They'll understand you and they'll allow you to be you at all times. And I was like, okay, I like that. I like that. So I wanted to drop this gem today to get the mind moving, to get the mind flowing. But at the end of the day, love is love. When we know it, we know it and I don't believe we can get rid of it I don't believe that at all this has been the Morning Mind Podcast I'm your host Chase Steel Gray thank you so much for listening all around the world as I always say I appreciate you so much these topics are near and dear to my heart I don't work with any notes I speak straight from my chest and sometimes I get emotional I almost got a little emotional in this particular recording but I held it back I want to be strong for these topics and I want to place them down. And then when I press stop, I deal with all the things that have come up for me in the recording. I do it all the time. So thank you for your patience on that. Be well in your day. Do the best that you possibly can. Lead with love. Lead with love. There's nothing else you need to understand but to lead with love. I believe that love is unconditional, not conditional. That is my belief. You are strong. You are powerful. You matter beyond measure. Take a couple of deep breaths after you listen to this and move forward in your day knowing you know how you want to be loved. Be well. Peace. Peace.